Trish and Nicole and their expert guests are here to answer all your burning questions about aesthetics procedures, candid discussions and stories of the latest trends and greatest gadgets. From dry vagina to frozen faces, Aesthetics Uncensored, where nothing is off limits. It's Trish Hammond here, joined with Nicole Montgomery. And today we are speaking to the wonderful Dr. Sean Arenze. Now, Dr. Arenze is an emergency physician and director of Flawless Rejuvenation. They've got two clinics, one in Hampton and one in Turak in Victoria. So Dr. Arenze had a vision to balance his senior emergency consultancy role at a leading hospital by creating aesthetic clinics that raise the bar of safe practice in the cosmetic industry. And Flawless Rejuvenation is a multi-award winning Melbourne, um, or the multi-award award winning Melbourne clinics, get it right, um, that bring together state-of-the-art equipment, the best-in-class qualified staff, together with leading-edge treatments in a luxury setting. So they aim to provide a service beyond the industry norm, and they do this by employing the best clinicians with university education. So welcome, Dr. Sean. Thanks, Trish. Thanks, Nick, for having me. Excellent. Thank you. Hello. Lovely. And and how are you today, Nicole? I am well, thank you. Very happy to be chatting to you guys. <laughs> Excellent. Now, look, today we're, our topic is going to be pretty much about um, body contouring. And we're going to talk specifically about, actually, I'll ask the first question. So, so Dr. Sean, what do you think is the biggest misconception about body contouring? Uh, I think body the biggest misconception is that people think that body body contouring is a weight loss program, and it's not. Um, they 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 sign up to whatever device they're being uh, being sold, um, and they think that that's going to give them an overall weight reduction or increase in their fitness, and and it really isn't going to do that. It's not going to replace a healthy diet and healthy exercise. Yeah, that's true. You sort of like it's not. Um you know, you're not going to. It's not a magic wand. If, <laughs> I wish it was, but yeah, it's not, it's not a magic wand to everyone's um, body issues. Yeah. It's like a bit of an add on, I guess, for want of a better word. Absolutely. So um, Sean, we um, have seen quite a bit on Instagram and Facebook lately, the lovely Linda Evangelista. I remember mm -hmm. her from many years ago when she said that she wouldn't get out of bed for less than $10,000 a day. <laughs> you remember that i did i think we all had a crush on linda she was stunning well she still is stunning but, uh, yes. back in the supermodel day she was there she was she was amazing i remember her on the george michael uh, video yes amazing yes so well lately she's been in the news for all the wrong reasons because um she believes that she's unrecognizable and quite a few people um, who have seen recent photos of her are quite shocked and she's attributed this to paradoxical adipose hyperplasia and that this condition is from as a result or this um, complication maybe is a better word, um, as a result of having cryolipolysis. Have you seen this in the news? I, I have seen this in the news um, and I, I, think, I think that's a very, it's a, it's a, it's a very... I think I think she's jumping to conclusions there, and um, I mean the pictures that I've seen of Linda—they've only been headshots. Um, and as we all do when we age, we we tend to put on some weight, and we put on weight around our face. Um, 
paradoxical adipose hyperplasia really is a consequence of the handpiece of the Kralar polysis. So it is very localized in where that, that reaction happens. It doesn't happen all over the body. If you have cool sculpting on your, on your, uh, on your tummy, you're not gonna get paradoxical adipose hyperplasia on your face. Um, and I think that she's attributing a overall weight gain to, to, to cool sculpting. Um, and I, I'd, I mean, I'd like to see the before and after pictures and, and the actual zones of, of, of PAH that she's, that she's saying that she's got. And yes, yeah, she may be unrecognizable and she may be um, uh, disfigured with this, uh, with cool sculpting, but the, the pictures that we're seeing in the media are, are headshots. And I don't yeah, think I, that, that um, I must I don't agree. Think that's PAH. I, when I looked at the picture, I couldn't work out where she had had treated um, and it, she had quite loose clothing on as well. So it did look like there was an overall increase in body weight. Yeah, so I mean, so that, yeah, she may have had PAH, but, but, it, but we need to see the actual zones uh, rather yeah. than, uh, but everyone who looks at it or the lay people look at it, go, oh, she's got fat. And she's mm -hmm. blaming that on, uh, on cool sculpting. And I, I think that, that's wrong. Because cool, cool sculpting can't, can't make you look fat, but it certainly can give you pockets yes. of fat. Yeah, we, did, guess, oh, sorry, sorry. we do this all the time. So you go first. Yeah. Um, I was just <laughs> going to say, we did find a, an article, um, but it's, it's quite old. It's from 2004. Um, so it's very old. And it said that there was, this happened to one in 20,000 patients and worldwide, there'd only been 33 um, confirmed cases. Have you heard of, of any actual reliable data of, the, the problem with reliable data in aesthetic uh, medicine is we have very, have very small sample sizes. So our power calculations are really small. So they, they do kind of manipulate the data to give you these figures. So I don't put too much stock in, in these figures. If you look at, well, let's compare it to medical emergency medicine uh, research. Yeah, we're, looking at, we're looking at sample sizes of, of upwards of, of, of 500,000, 250,000, 500,000. 650,000 to, to draw a conclusion. With most cosmetic uh, papers, it's, it's 20 patients or, or at the most a couple of hundred and, and they're really not powered for calculation. Um, so I've seen anything in the literature from, from one in, in 20,000 cases to one in 4,000 cases, depending on the sample size. Um, the other thing, again, people will probably lambast me for this, but I think it's, it's underreported when there is a a complication in the aesthetics world we tend to kind of deal with it on our own and brush it under the carpet because we don't want our practices being labeled as uh, as, as as having a complication um, so i think it's underreported but it's definitely real um, i've seen personally i've seen two cases that have been um, referred to me and i know of two other colleagues that have had that uh, have had pah um, secondary to treatment. So interesting because um, I've actually got first-hand experience with this because I actually had, it wasn't core sculpting, it was a different cryolipolysis treatment because of course I try everything. Yeah, <laughs> and I am one of those people that if something's going wrong, wrong, it'll usually happen to me. And I had it done on my back fat and um, and I, I mean, you can't see my hands, but um, I definitely had more shape in the back of my back and I have without a doubt you know i have definitely noticed that that area has puffed up but having said that 
no doubt I've put on a little bit of weight and lost a bit of weight and then put on a little bit of weight. So I'm like, a, you know, the yo-yo dieter. Mm. But I keep looking at my back and I'm like, this was just never like that before. So, I mean, I can't say that I can put it down to that, but I definitely, definitely, you know, can understand. And, and I've never said anything to anyone for the simple reason that you're too embarrassed. Like you're too embarrassed to actually say that you got the treatment first off. And you're too embarrassed to sort of, I'm not going to go back and say, oh my God, look at me, I'm fatter. <laughs> you know, it's just not something that um, I think people are going to do. Yeah, look, I agree with you. And just before we go any further, um, I, I, it's, this isn't about cool sculpting. And, and we're not here to, 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 to belittle one device. Um, it is cryolipolysis as a whole. So there are a number of cryolipolysis devices out there. I mean, <clears throat> look, I'll put my cards on the table. I've got three cool, cool sculpting machines, unfortunately. Um, but, and, and we still use them. Uh, and they're great machines. That, I mean, there's no doubt about the fact that cool sculpting does work. Uh, with regards to, um, to your problem, Trish, and the fact that you feel like you've got extra uh, bulk around your flank, I mean, that really is a clinic responsibility and there should be some before and after pictures. And if your after pictures are worse or the same as your before pictures, then that should be something that your clinic should be addressing um, with another modality or something different. But, but you know, it really does. Um, it, uh, it annoys me that you're, you've had a cosmetic treatment that isn't cheap and you're dissatisfied with that and you're not prepared or you haven't been approached by that clinic to, to go back and say, hey, Trish, you had cool sculpting a couple of months ago, a couple of years ago. How, how are your results? Can, can we see them? Can we take some pictures? And then say, oh, well, you're not satisfied. Okay, let's see what else we can do to, to, make, the, to make you satisfied. Because what's probably happened is you've had a bad experience with that clinic and you're not going to go back there. So they've lost the client. Well, it's really funny because, um, like, I didn't actually – like maybe if we had a taken before and after photo six months after having it done, do you know what I mean? Like, I'm, you know, whereas mm. it's been years now and then something, and I've heard of it before and I'd wondered whether I was one of these people that this had happened to with cryolipolysis. And then as the years have gone, and I don't know if this actually keeps getting worse and worse and worse, but the more I look at myself, like and that bulk on the flanks just sounds horrible. But yeah, that, that back fat, whatever it is I've got, is just, I think it keeps getting worse. I'm like, whoa. The PAH really is in the shape of the cup. You really do see it. So it really does stand out when you get it. Um, <clears throat> but, yeah, it's, um, it's a very difficult problem to treat. Very yeah. Difficult. And do you reckon, because I had actually heard of it ages ago, but um, I didn't know what it was called, and I probably won't remember when we finish this um, podcast as well because, you know, I'm not a, prof I'm a professional consumer, I always say, not a professional. Um, but why do you think that this PAH or paradoxical adipose hyperplasia has come to people's attention? It, it, you know, it would be Linda or, or has the issue been bubbling for a while? Because you just said you've already had two patients just come through your door that it had kind of had that happen to them. Yeah, look, it, it, I think, again, you're right. It's come to the forefront of the consumer because Linda... Um, has posted that and she's blamed her or she's 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 highlighted the fact that PAH, PAH is there <clears throat> but in the industry we've known about it since the since the early days you know for the last 10 years since cool sculpting's been around we've known that PAH is a real thing it's a rare thing um but but it but it is it is there and uh the companies well certain companies that do own some of the cryolipolysis machines have a 
a whole um, uh, treatment plan and, and they will rectify that problem for you if it, if it happens. I certainly know that Allegan were very responsive with their, uh, with their incidence of PAH and they, and they, did, they did rectify it for the clients that, that did report back that, that there was a course culture machine that caused it. Mm -hmm. And I guess in Linda's defence, it could be something along the lines of where she, um, you know, she, because like she, she was obviously put on a bit of weight to want to have the cryolipolysis in the first place, and maybe she'd put on a bit of weight, or maybe this had happened in a little in a little pocket, which made her depressed, which made her bigger all over. So it's you know you can't you couldn't put it all down to just you know one thing. I wouldn't, but it's just like a you know a domino effect. Yeah, yeah this, absolutely. Yeah. But if she does have PAH, that, that, that needs to be addressed and it needs to be fixed. I must yeah. say, one of the things I do like about the cool sculpting machine is the, the temperature gauge, because I have also had the one that you had, um, Trish, the other device. Um, I assume you don't want me to say the name. That's why you said another device. Um, and I felt frozen for hours and hours and hours afterwards and thought, oh, I really feel like that was too cold and that, if I'd been on there any longer, I was going to have some sort of freezer burn. Yeah, look, and, and that's the one of the things that cool sculpting is the is the premier gold standard uh, cryolipulse device out there. Its safety profile is second to none. And uh, if you follow the instructions with cool sculpting, I don't think there's been any um, burns from a cool sculpting machine that I've seen. I've certainly seen burns from a cool sculpting machine that was used incorrectly. And I've certainly seen lots of burns from um, machines trying to, trying to uh, copy a cool sculpting machine, but I haven't seen too many adverse effects from cool sculpting. I mean, I think it's a great machine. It's very safe and it works. It's just unfortunately outdated. Mm. Wait, I don't, and it's really funny because new things come on the market all the time so like you said outdated it's it's, it's just that better things have come along now yeah. i guess yeah absolutely so what you, yeah so what, what should we be doing to apart from eating properly which you know dieting and exercise but you know on the aesthetic side what are the things that we should be doing to treat those stubborn bulges you know post lockdown and pre-summer so i mean look nothing's going to really replace a healthy diet and, a, and good exercise um, but what these devices are going after are those pockets of fat that you can't shift. So, I mean, we've, we, we've all got, I mean, I have middle-aged spread and you've got the, you've got the love handles and I can go to the gym and do sit-ups and sit-ups and sit-ups and, uh, and work out and work out and work out, but I, all, I will always store fat around my midriff. So that is where these machines come into their own and they're really there for targeted uh, pockets of fat and they work incredibly well so again um, uh, you know bingo wings uh, banana rolls and uh, and uh, midriff spreads fat fat bra fat these are these are classical areas for those little pockets of fat that we can really target with um, with a non-invasive device and which which beforehand the only option really was to was liposuction but now we have a non-invasive option and they're getting better and better and better as as the years go on and the treatment times are getting shorter and shorter and shorter and the, and the, the 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 treatments are getting more and more comfortable and cheaper and, and i think it's giving liposuction a real run for its money 
I don't think it's going to replace liposuction at the moment. I still think liposuction is the gold standard, but we're certainly giving them a run for their money. For people that don't want to have an operation, have a general anesthetic or tumescent um, anesthesia and go through the bruising and the <coughs> discomfort and the downtime, I think these machines are an awesome option. But again, they do not replace exercise and a good diet. I, I didn't want to hear about the exercise. No doubt. I, I didn't say dieting. I said a good yeah. diet. You don't need to diet. You just need to eat yeah, things. Exactly. I just want to eat what I want and be skinny. Like I don't know. <laughs> yeah. If we could make a device for that, that would work. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Especially when we see your fish and chips on Instagram. <laughs> you start salivating. <laughs> I was going to ask, um, John, so tell us, so obviously you've got a lot of experience in, in the body contouring and I'm loving those little like bingo wings and um but like you just said a whole bunch of words i'd never even heard before and i thought i was the fat like you know i thought i knew anything to do everything to do with fat but is this like is this i've always wondered this question because i'm absolutely addicted to dr norman swan at the moment and i'm listening to his audiobook and he talks about the fact that it's really dangerous to have you know for a man to have more than 90 centimeter waist and a lady i think it's 84 or something like that but mm. so if you were to get you know, say, for example, if you were to have, um, you know, some body contouring around your belly to bring you, you know, even though it was not taken off in the natural way, is that still going to be a benefit health-wise? Um, you've, you've got to distinguish between the different types of fat. So the fat that, that we, we as medical professions talk about that, that's really bad for you is the visceral fat. So it's the fat that's around your organs. It's the fat that sits around your heart and your, and, and, and your, and your, and your guts in, inside. And we can't access that with a with a with a cryolipolysis device or a, or a fat reducing device. What we can uh, try and attack is the fat that you can pinch on the outside. So you you know those it sounds very sexy. You know those old guys with a beer belly. They've got that big beer belly. If you actually go up to them and and and, and tr there's a certain amount of fat that you can you can you can you can feel but there's also fat on the inside that you can't feel but is firm when you press on their uh, on their belly that's the stuff that's dangerous but you don't get one without the other is my theory if you can um if you can re if you get have a good diet and reduce your visceral fat your inside fat your outside fat will reduce and then you can use these devices to um to to reduce the the cosmetic appearance of those little bits of fat that you can grab so if you can pinch fat and it feels soft that's the ideal kind of fat that we want to put in these devices. Oh my God, I, I could feel those devices. Like I'm just having a little pinch now. And Jesus. Yeah, we, we all can. There's the, <laughs> unless you've got like 3% body fat, you, you know, there's areas you can pinch. Yeah. And as we get older, there's even more areas you can pinch. So what do you reckon? Like, like, cause there's so many more out there. So, so if someone's looking for body contouring, you know, what, what sort of thing do you think they should be looking at trying? Um, but my two favourite machines out there at the moment are, um, are obviously the TrueSculpt ID. Uh, I, I think it's a great device. And then the one I'm watching at the moment that I'm really interested in and I've used, and I, I really like, I, I think it's a really good machine and I, I can't buy it because I've got too many machines, but I'm, I'd love to buy it. I may in the future is the, is the Venus Bliss. Uh, two different modalities there. And I just think they're, they're cracking machines, both of them. And I think um, if you had either one of those in your practice, I think uh, you'd, you'd have people queuing up to, to so use what, them. So what are the modalities? Like you um, said, two so, different modalities. So TrueScopt ID is, is RF 
um, is an RF device. So it's, it's using radio frequency to heat the fat cell. Um, and then we all know that if we can heat a fat cell, just as if we can cool a fat cell to a certain temperature, then it will go into apoptosis and it will, it will, it will die and permanent death. And then the, 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 the bliss is, is a laser, it's 1064 laser that we use a laser beam to you know, bypass the, the front part of the, the, the superficial part of the skin and go into the fat and heat the fat. Um, and again, they're both they're quite short treatments, they're very comfortable and, and they work. And I've had both and I've been impressed with, with both, both devices. So sure, when someone comes into your clinic, you give them a hot or cold option. How do you determine who gets what? Or is it a price thing? Um, <clears throat> how do I it, it, it depends on, on their fat. I mean, not, there's, there's nothing, well, yeah, you're, because I've got both, I need to try and push both. But if I only had one, I would only push one. Um, personally, yeah, look, we do, I mean, we, I've, I've, we've got to try and get these machines to, 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 to make money for us. And there's, there's no, I said, there's no doubt that cool sculpting works. And there's no doubt that I think the edge that cool sculpting has over the other devices is that it, it can debulk large areas of fat with the bigger hand pieces and it, and it just does it so well. Um, with the smaller devices, they, you don't have to be able to pinch that up into a, into a cup or a suction cup. Um, so it's a lot more versatile and the treatment times are a lot quicker. So I have to gauge um, what type of fat we are, where the area of fat is, how long the patient's got, how many times we want to go. Again, what we've tried to do in the past, and I've certainly spoken to people like Tal Humes in Denver, who has both devices. We, we do it like a fire and ice package to try and uh, get both. Uh, but, but ultimately, I think you could survive with just one of those newer devices in your practice, unfortunately. Um, but I know LCA have just bought um, a whole barrage of cool sculpting machines. So that is my issue. You're going to see... Um, cool sculpting cycle prices hit go go through the floor uh, which is what's happened with laser hair removal and that's why most people are moving away from laser hair removal in our industry because you can't compete with the the big guys like LCA who drive the prices down to to to, to stupid money to almost cycle price mm -hmm. and I think we're going to see the same thing with cool sculpting um, and unfortunately it is cool sculpting the device that they bought and I think you're going to see that 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 modality get bastardized, and I think you're going to see the prices drop, and we're not going to be able to compete with them. And unfortunately, I have three cool sculpting machines that are going to be doorstops in the near future. Oh, you have got some really great devices, and I think people do like going to a more um, intimate and bespoke clinic as opposed to going to a clinic in the middle of a shopping centre. Uh, I agree, and that's that's why we we yeah, don't. Farmed we in and out. And the other thing with the cool sculpting is the butter stick. If you're, if, you're, if you're in a clinic that gives that little bit more attention to detail and care, um, you know, and, and treats you more um, personalised, then they will take that little bit extra time. Mm -hmm. that, that after butter stick, um, I don't even know how to describe it apart from calling it the butter stick, but, um, but you know what I mean? The massaging afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. And we, we, you know, we bought a device that, that massages the, the, mm. the butter stick afterwards. And, uh, but you know, there are my, my worry is that there are a, a couple of other rare complications with cryolipolysis uh, with some nerve um, pain that, that can be up to 
one in 10 patients. And if, if you don't have good follow-up and good medical backup, you're going to have patients out there that are really going to suffer. Um, and I've suffered from, um, from, from the nerve pain and it is excruciating and it goes on for about a week. So if you don't know how to treat it and you don't have access to, to good medication and monitor the patients, it's, it's going to be a real problem for them, I think. Mm. And then it's going, to, it's going to put that machine again in, in a bad light, like we've seen with, with, with um, laser burns. Well, if you're um, in and out really quickly, like a revolving door, you know, through a, a franchise clinic, um, yes, I, I don't know how someone like me who's a big wuss would cope. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I, yeah I, think, I think it's going to be an interesting space to watch. And also, like, I don't know, but when you say butter stick to me, that sounds really yummy, so we won't talk about the butter stick. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, the other thing I was going to say is also the... the, um, the like if you go back like I'm oh, sorry I don't I'm mumming myself up but what I'm trying to say is that's why it's really important to have that close connection with your clinic and so that if there is any issue you know it's seen too straight away you've got to have that follow-up because it's true being left high and dry and I, I've never probably said it to anyone else but there's no way I'd be recommending it to someone because of my experience so I haven't told them the bad but I haven't told them the good either so you know whereas if it had been a little bit different um, I would yeah, absolutely, absolutely, well. and it's mm. it's bad it's bad for that device too because I say cool Scotland does work. There's mm. no doubt about it. There's papers and papers and papers that show that we will get, you know, twenty to twenty five percent fat reduction with one treatment, and and that's awesome and it's safe. Well, we look at your patients on Instagram, your Beck Judds, and, <laughs> and all your famous patients and think, I want to look like them. <laughs> So do I, but uh, Beck Judds is, is all about hard work. She's put a lot of hours into that body. She's very focused and very motivated. So um, she, yeah, that's, that, that, that's Beck. That's so true. You know, you can't just, you know, expect to, you know, eat what you want, drink what you want and look like a supermodel, you know, unless, no. I don't know, like, you know, you can, genes can only take you so far. But Absolutely. these days when you see people like you just, you know they work mm. for it there's no doubt about it and i'm not that committed myself so not yet anyway i may i may get like that later on and you'll be back jared yeah. <laughs> hey, tell me tell me how do you think that the cosmetics you know the cosmetic um surgery plastic surgery aesthetic landscape all that is going to change next year because oh, we are only a couple of well in 2022 i should say because who knows when anyone's going to listen to this podcast yeah when we when we finally open up um, yeah, exactly you can still listen though <laughs> i think i think it's a really exciting time for our industry um in the past there's been some some big hitters which have really dominated the the landscape whether that be on the on the device front or on the injectable front and i've you, you can now see, certainly in Australia, there's some new players coming in and they are really sticking it to the big guys. Um, and I'm really excited to, to work with some of them. They've got some good products. They've got, they've got, uh, they've got good customer service. Um, it's really about being focused on, on, uh, on their customers and, and, and giving them um, the support and education that they need. And I think a couple of the big guys lost sight of that. And um, and look, you've got some really exciting um, devices and, 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 and um, 
a filler and, and, and hopefully another tox coming into to Australia soon. I think they're going to give the, the big guys a run for their money. So it's, it's going to be an exciting time. Um, the other thing is everyone is interested in, in aesthetics right now. Um, I have nurses at work coming up to me on a daily basis, wanting to leave, um, leave emergency medicine or leave the, the front line and, and do something they perceive is, is a little, um, more fun and, and it is more fun and, and a little less stressful. You don't really want to have stress in aesthetic medicine, uh, but I think you'll see a, a huge boom in, um, in, in, in people wanting to get into, into the industry, which is really exciting. And also the uptake from the, from, from, from the general public. I mean, everyone after this Zoom, yeah, the Zoom boom, everyone's been on Zoom. Everyone's been looking a, at what's, what everyone else, else's house looks like and what's on the shelves behind the, 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 everyone who's, who's having a Zoom meeting <laughs> with nothing for us. But, uh, and then they're looking at themselves and looking, going, oh, well, I don't like that pigmentation. I don't like the way my lips are. I don't like the way my cheeks are. I look old or, uh, and so they're, they're very interested in what they can do um, to improve their appearance because we've never ever stared at ourselves uh, you know, on a daily basis, we look in the yeah, quick brush teeth, look in the mirror and then off to work. But we're forced in lockdown to do Zoom meetings where we sit there for an hour, maybe two hours looking at ourselves. And yeah, my really... nose has never been this big ever. And I've had a nose. <laughs> like, seriously, it's huge at the moment. I've, it's driving me nuts. So, you know, the, 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 the facial plastic surgeons, the nose jobs, the blefs, the... <laughs> The, the, the cryolipolysis, the, the fat reduction around the face, the filler, the Botox, just basic skincare and looking after um, your skin texture and pigmentation through skincare. These guys, it, it's gone through the roof. So it's a really exciting time. And I think it's going to be real focus on aesthetics. And we just need to make sure that we keep our standards high and we look after our clients and, and we deal with any problems that arise and make Absolutely. sure that we do the best sure. that we can do. You talk about the big, big guns and um, you're the Axel Rose, like from billions in the aesthetic industry. <laughs> what is zebrafish? Uh, so zebrafish was um, a, a, something we thought of, uh, Catania and I, my, um, my business partner for zebrafish. We, we came out of the first lockdown and we came out pretty battered. Um, and we looked around the marketplace and there was nobody who were, was currently doing a virtual, or we didn't think, we couldn't find anyone that was doing a virtual skin consultation where you can basically have what we give you in the clinic with regards to skin consultation and, and skin care, not device or, or treatments. And you can have exactly the same consultation that you get in the clinic, but you can have it in the comfort of your own home if you're in lockdown or if you're time poor. So, and we realized that <clears throat> coming through the first lockdown that this wasn't going to be the end of it and every business and i'd seen a lot of my friends pivot their businesses where they were restaurateurs and they pivoted to do uh, takeaway or delivery we we had we, to survive what we were going to go through um we had to pivot the business unfortunately it's taken a year <laughs> for us to to get to the stage where we we've found a product that we can launch the zebrafish basically is um it's a it's a face-to-face -face consultation with a qualified degree qualified dermal therapist that will give you a virtual skin consultation and then we'll recommend the um, products that we think would be suitable for your skin and you get those posted out to you in a nice box and then we will arrange a follow-up appointment for you 
or there's always the the if you get your 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 skincare and you have a reaction or there's something not right with them then you can jump on on onto a virtual consult with us and again we're open like we're open like the, like the clinics open from eight until uh, seven or eight and there's somebody there that you can jump online with and have a virtual consult with and say look my skin's breaking out or something's happening so it really was to try and get that in clinic experience put online i love that because like i have not stopped shopping online especially because i'm in sydney at the moment in in lockdown looking after my, my my daughter who's pregnant and we can't actually go anywhere so the only thing we can do is shop online and um we were talking about zebra fish this morning because she needs some skincare it's like because it's true like where do you go like you can't go oh, exactly. yeah so and i think to the be- information out there is, is it, there wasn't a huge amount of information out there and lots of people were buying the wrong things or following their favorite instagrammer and saying yep i'm going to use what she uses and they've got a completely different skin type to that person and no wonder they didn't get the results that they were after because that wasn't the right skincare for them so it really is about matching um, the right skincare to the right person true and skincare is so important now while we um well you can't get in any of the other stuff done like it's all we got And the name, tell us about your unique name that we're never going to forget. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, uh, that's a lot of Catania in that one. We, 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 um, we just wanted something different, something that was a little fresher, uh, that, that moved away from flawless um, and that appealed to a, a younger market. Um, and so we did some research, we did some work with a, with a marketing company we, and we found that the zebrafish is, the, is the, one of the only animals that can regrow its own skin and organs um so we thought that that's a great great name and i like you know moving forward with logos and stuff i think zebra fish is a it's a, a cute little logo so good so good very cool no really cool i love it and um how have you gone doing uh, implementing it without having the ability to touch uh look it's a uh, it's going really well. Uh, we're getting lots of people that are very satisfied, but I think it really is just about that that face-to-face consultation. The fact that you're actually talking to someone, you're not talking to a, a bot or, or, or something that's impersonal. It is, an in, it is a one-on-one consultation. And that's your that's your dermal therapist. So if, if she says to you or he says to you, or oh, let's touch base again in a week and let's let's have a chat about how you're going with your with your with your skin regime. Um, I just don't think that that's that's been offered before, and I think that's very unique to something that we're doing. And I think that that you know I'd like that, and and to have that sort of personal contact or had to have that appointment to look forward to when we've got nothing else to look forward to at the moment. We can't go and see our therapist, but you know, like like talk to you guys. You know, it's, it's great to actually see you and have a, an interaction with you that I haven't seen. You know, I don't know when I'm going to see you guys. I don't know when we're going to be able to get get face to face. Um, so it's good to build a relationship, and then hopefully when we open, those clients that that are in Melbourne that want to come and uh, want to come to Flawless and have their consultations uh, live, they can do that. But if you feel more comfortable doing it online, and lots of people do, lots of people don't want to come into the clinic for whatever reason it is. Maybe they're too embarrassed to come in. Maybe they're time poor, or or, or there are a whole raft of reasons why. And and if you can you can set aside 15 minutes for a, for a chat with your dermal therapist online. I think you know, lots of people will take that up and hopefully lots of people will come into the clinic, but, but we, I think we need to offer both. You're right. I think a lot of people just don't want to go 
to do this stuff anywhere. Like a, a classic oh. example of that is my daughter. She does not want to go out, and, you know, somewhere to get a. She doesn't want to see someone like she doesn't mind online because it's still quite. Right. You know, so if you're not going to catch COVID through a computer, yeah. oh, I haven't seen any research to say that you do, but. Uh, yeah, look, and I think moving forward with, with this whole uh, um, COVID pandemic, people are, are going to want to back off with um, with with um, seeing uh, people that aren't that they deem aren't necessary to see. Yep. If you can do it online, let's do it online. And if you know, you'll see this now. We wouldn't have done this podcast um, a, a few years ago. You would have, you would have, we would have had a chat at a, at a conference. Mm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But um, you're so right, Trish. For pregnant women, it's so hard because of all the hormones. You know, your skin's just all over the place. And yeah, why would you want to go anywhere at such a vulnerable time? And then um, my daughter just turned, my eldest just turned 16. And same thing, like, she desperately wants to look good for TikTok. Yes. <laughs> but you end up with a million different things and nothing that works because nothing's actually prescribed for you. So for someone like my Ella, where do they go? How do they find you? Do we just Google zebrafish? Or uh, yeah, we well, look. We're still we're still working on our Google ranking. So if you Google zebrafish, um, then you'll get a whole heap of stuff on actual zebrafish. Uh, but if you Google zebrafish skincare or zebrafish collective, then we should come up. And we've also got yeah. an Instagram page uh, that you can uh, log on to and follow. And if then there's a link into the into the virtual into our actual website. But hopefully as we do more seo and as we get our marketing yeah. company together we'll, we'll be a little bit more um a li little bit more uh, front and center when it comes to a google search and then yeah talking about tiktok i think my daughter my eldest daughter who's 16 she got some skin i won't tell you what it was but she did something with her skin that somebody on tiktok told her to do and it actually burnt her skin and, <laughs> and i was so embarrassed I'm like, what are you doing where did you learn this oh, oh tiktok i'm like gee we've got a whole clinic that can do this for you why are you taking advice from tiktok so these youngsters you know the young people they're on tiktok all the time and they're taking you know they're taking wrong skincare information from tiktok and i, I think hopefully zebrafish will be able to plug the gap maybe we should do some zebrafish tiktoks and, and get them on skincare yes yes zebrafish collective the website looks amazing sean it looks amazing love it Sorry, what was it, Trish? Zebrafish Collective. Zebrafish <clears throat> Collective. All right, I'll have a look. Yes, my daughter actually put lemon on her face and went out into the sun. Yeah. Well, that, yeah. going to get rid of her freckles. Oh, lemon, I've, I've heard, and, and my daughter's friends, I've heard toothpaste going on spots and stuff. And that's oh, yeah, stuff. she does that? that that's going to burn as well. I do. They really. leave it on overnight. They go to bed, they put the toothpaste on, they go to bed, and then they, while they wake up with a red burn mark on their mm -hmm. face. Because the pH is all wrong for your skin. Toothpaste is it's not, it's not supposed to be on your skin. It'll burn you. I think you should do a post on that. Oh. <laughs> You'd be surprised how many people do that. Well, we, we may. That, I think that's a great idea. I think we may get some of the dermal therapists to do some, uh, some myth-busting skincare tips um, through Zebrafish and, and and TikTok and Instagram. Maybe, maybe that's something we should do. That, that's probably a good idea. Absolutely. Oh, well, I will definitely be watching and definitely be sharing that with my daughter and then she'll share it with all her friends and and so will your daughter and away it goes. Oh, my goodness. You're going to be yeah. um, dealing with a lot of millennials. <laughs> well, you know, now's the time for them to start to, to, to start on their skincare and it doesn't need to be complex or expensive stuff. It just needs mm. to be, 
very simple skincare regime and I, I think we can certainly help because there's a lot of acne out there mm-hmm. um, and a lot of it's hormonal but certainly skincare and 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 can, can go some way to helping our millennials get uh, get better skin yeah it's such a hard age because they do get so much you know their their appearance and their um you know they really impact their self-worth as, 100% as and, their clothes and what they wear and oh, and, oh yeah it's just it's just a crazy time <laughs> as got, we, get older, we just don't care yeah you've You're got t-shirts and trackies <laughs> <laughs> that's it Oh, thank you so much, Sean, for chatting with us today. We've had so much fun. It's always, always a treat to um, to chat with you, to drink with you, to dance with you. I mean, yeah, I know- hopefully one day we'll, we'll be we'll be up at a conference and we'll be able to have a have a drink and a and a dance. Yes, we're, we're hoping for NSS next year, aren't we, Trish? Mm-hmm. Um, ASCD, I think, will be even before NSS. No, yeah, I think Greg's ASCD will be first. I think that's. Uh, February, fingers crossed, um, and that's always an awesome conference to go to. One of the big hitters uh, of the conference uh, uh, calendar. So yeah, yes. I'm, I'm I'm looking forward to that. That'll be awesome. It will be. And um, Trisha, do you have any um, anything else you wanted to add before we wrap up? No, except I've got to say I've fallen into the rabbit hole of your website now, Zebra. <laughs> is the bomb <laughs> you know we've done a lot of work on that and um yeah hopefully it it, it uh, it's something different that uh, it's not being offered at the moment but although a lot of people are starting to now with the lockdowns proceeding but yeah it's just it's just taking us a while to get there but we're there it's fantastic well done there's trisha's day done now she'll be on the side <laughs> <laughs> yeah book book in a console will be it'd be, be great to see you yeah <laughs> Thank you so much. I'll definitely book in a consult too and get my daughter too. And um, we will see you again very soon, I hope. Thank you. I hope so. Fingers crossed. Thanks, Sean. Thank you so much. Got a burning question for Trish and Nick at Aesthetics Uncensored? Slide into their DMs on Instagram at Aesthetics Uncensored. Stay positive, boobs and chin high.